Hey guys! Hi! We're back! We're back! Yay! Round of applause to everyone that survived quarantine. Um, is still going through quarantine. Yeah, I mean, technically. We're still going through quarantine. Yeah, but, like, I'm not quarantine quarantine. I'm like... No, Johnson County's free. Marion yes. County's not. Oh, so we're breaking all sorts of rules right now. Wait, are we still Johnson County here? We're Marion County. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, we're not... Technically, we're allowed to do whatever we want between the hours of 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. All right. So, guys, I'm sorry. We're going to have to wrap this up in the next six hours or so because I got to I gotta get home. Can't be breaking those Marion County rules. But Once you cross the, the borderline, which is like five seconds. Five seconds away whatever, from you. You're scot-free. You can do whatever <laughs> you want. And I will. I will. Um, yeah. So, it's been a while. We released our last episode at the end of February. Um, and you were nice enough to put backlog out. Yes, but that's still dropped in like February, early March. <laughs> so you know what? I it worked. So we have missed you guys so much. We've missed mm-hmm. recording and doing all this stuff. But we have a lot of stuff that we have done during quarantine. We have not yes. just been lazing about. Okay, I mean, I definitely totally have lazing been, about. Don't but, I? <laughs> but we got bookish things accomplished. We did. We did. I think. I think we. We did a lot other than watching Netflix I mean, and making Tiger King obsession. Also watched a lot of Netflix. So <laughs> a lot of Netflix, a lot of Hulu, mm. uh, a lot of Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, just so YouTube. Oh my god, I have become obsessed mm-hmm. with this YouTuber named Bailey Sarian. Don't know him. Um, she does murder mystery makeup Mondays. Of course. So it's my favorite two things. She's a beauty blogger Uh mixed with a true crime blogger. Uh Uh-uh. And so every day, or every Monday, Uh she puts on makeup. She says, like, in the description, she puts, like, everything that she's using and the order she puts it on, blah, blah, blah. That's good. I like it when they do that. And then while she does her get ready with me, she tells you about a serial killer. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. Side note, uh, apparently up in Chicago, there was a serial killer and he buried all of his people in the front yard. I don't know if he... Recently? Would... No. Oh. It was, it was back in the 80s. Okay, gotcha. gotcha well, gotcha. they like demolished the house and it was just a vacant lot. Well, I guess somebody came along and rebuilt their house uh-huh. on top of the plot where eight people were buried. Ooh, hauntings. I don't know, but like David's aunt put a post on it on her Facebook. She's like, I will pay you a million bucks to stay in that, stay a night in that place. I was like, no! Mm-mm, no, thank you. I don't, One, okay. that's somebody's house. Like, somebody actually lives there. Yeah. And Yuck. then two, um, no. I just don't mess with ghosts. So, I was babysitting my siblings mm-hmm. uh, Tuesday. So, mm-hmm. when we're recording this, it's what? Saturday? Yep. So, a couple days ago. And, um, all of a sudden, we hear this huge crash upstairs. Mm. And if it was just that, my immediate reaction would have been like, dang it, the cat's knocked something over. But after the crash, we heard weird footsteps. Like, okay, but not like running, okay? It, it's not like what, because they have, my moms have six cats, okay? So mm-hmm. they have a lot of opportunity to knock stuff over. Of course. But what it sounded like was slow creaking, like someone realized that they'd made a noise and then they were tiptoeing away from that spot when you start busting up an ovary fucking wall and you start looking for the creeper that lives in your house with you. I was panicked. So immediately I was like, kids, get in the bedroom. Put the, And I told Becca, I was like, put the bed in front of the door. Do not open it until you hear my voice. Do not come out. Do not make a sound. Mm-hmm. So they did. They were great. They, you know, they were fine. I didn't have anything I could grab. My, my mm-hmm. moms have young kids, so they don't have like knives and stuff that are just out in their house. And I didn't know which drawer they were in. I didn't have time to grab one. So I'm just going through the house and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to take this guy on with my fists. Okay. I've gone through four years of defensive tactics. Hopefully it taught me something. <laughs> and so like I'm going through every room, every closet, under beds, in the bathrooms, banging on walls. Ashley, there's nothing. Oh, there's no, there's not even anything knocked over. Okay, nothing that would have made that noise. I'm figuring I'm gonna get up there and the bookshelves knocked over because it was a loud bang. Okay, I'm um, so, laundry basket fell off the bed. Uh, something, something that's something fell. Nothing. There's not a single damn thing out of place in that mm, whole house. How old's your house? Uh, their house was built in the 20s, 1920s. Possible. Yeah, 
But, totally I mean, possible. They've been there for four or five years and they've never experienced anything. So I'm trying. Doesn't to, matter. Sometimes it just takes the, the right opportunity. The moon aligns right. I don't. This is in the atmosphere. Even, I don't know. No, but no. I was hard passing it. I told the kids, "Oh yeah, they just knocked over something upstairs." Because I didn't want them to freak out. But the whole rest of the night, I was like, "There's ghosts in this house. There are effing ghosts Burn in this sage. effing house. I am burning this house to the ground. Like Burn some no." Sage. <gasps> so yeah, but my mom's tried to tell me it was just the cats. I was like, sage. "That was not cats. It was not cats." Burn the sage. You have a demon in your house. Not a demon. Something in your house. Yeah. I don't appreciate it being there. Mm. Anyhow, what I do appreciate is your wine selection. I am so happy with my wine selection. You can't hear the clink because I have mine in a tumbler. Yes. <laughs> um. So we're back at it with our actually <laughs> drinking wine while we record things. Um. So I bought a one and a half liter bottle of peach wine from the Gallo family vineyards. You can it's find very, it very good at Kroger. I got mine on sale for six ninety nine for a one and a half liter bottle. Absolutely. Um. So we'll probably be drinking that over the next few episodes. Mm. But I am loving it. I feel like I'm drinking Kool Aid right now, like peach Kool Aid. Is there such a thing? No, but they should make it because I would chug it. I love peach. I do too. I really, really love it. It's very good flavoring. If you guys also like peach, um, try this. Mm -hmm. And then while you're at it, if you're at Kroger, um, Oliver Wineries makes two (gasps) different wines. They make apple pie pie and peach pie. Isn't it? Peach pie is only a summer flavor. Apple pie is available all year round. Peach pie is only available during the summer. So get it if you want it. It's amazing. Mouth-watering. Most amazing thing. Now, having said that either good chilled or over ice like i've never that that's like the the true winning of the wine if you can do it having said what i just said yes those are amazing wines don't get me wrong oh you're gonna tell talk about your uh, my favorite wine of all time now yes yes so ryan's mom went to i want to say westfield so if you guys are anywhere near westfield area in indy which um, is where in the state? Let's. Oh, see. that's great. I asked the non-geography major. I don't know. <laughs> it's up north. I didn't. West, geog- I think geography. Why do you look at me thinking? Oh yeah, she knows geography. Why would you ask me? <laughs> I believe it's northwest side. Okay, near Kokomo. I don't know. I don't know. Stop you asking me these questions. You should have done your homework. I didn't. I know it's Westfield, okay? okay. The winery is called Urban Vines, and they have a the, – every year they come out with a unique flavor, okay? Mm-hmm. So last year it was cotton candy, and it was – I saw it on the internet. I saw it all over Facebook. I never went and got one. Mm-hmm. Andy, Ryan's mom, came back with three bottles, one for each of her daughters and then one for me, and it's called Lollipop, Okay. So when I first open it, it smells just like grapes. And I was like, ooh, this is like a wine wine. This is a grape wine, whatever. This is something I'm going to have to give to Ashley. Exactly. I didn't think I was going to like it. I took one sip. Y'all. (laughs) Y'all. It's not grape. I mean, grape is in it. Uh But you want to know what the main ingredient is? Chocolate. It's a chocolate wine. You guys. (laughs) I downed that whole bottle. I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of what I did, uh, but I did. Mm. It was too good to stop drinking. I want 18 more of them. Uh, I know I can't get 18 more of them because, like I said, it's a, like, special flavor or whatever. you and me aren't doing shit tomorrow, right? No. So I think maybe we're going to need to make a trip to us. I'm going to – okay, I'll do my research this time, see if they're open, you know, (laughs) do what I do, but – if you guys are anywhere near there and you mm-hmm. see lollipop and you think, I've never had grapes and chocolate before, do it. Do yourself a favor. And if you hate it, I will pay you to send me the rest of your wine, okay? <laughs> we will hook you up on Venmo, whatever. But yes. it is now my all-time favorite wine. It mm. outshone apple pie for me. And that's been my favorite wine for three years, ever since I first had apple pie. So, <sighs> I I'm still on the hunt for my... I might have buy a case of this. Yeah. Shut up and take my money. Oh, the pizza wine? The, I, I kind of wish, yeah, that I had, I know it's out near Muncie. Mm-hmm. Because that's where she lived at the time. Yeah. Now, I don't know exactly where in the Muncie area we were. It was a little bit out of the ways. 
Um, not in city limits, it's yeah. out of the ways. But it was in an old, rustic kind of, like, barn on the outside and then went inside. It was, it kind of gave me, like, mellow, you know, mallow run vibes. Okay. But, man, he, the, the guy that was, that was doing the porn for us, he was like, okay. Because he, he came up to me, he was like, well, what do you want? What do you like? Because, yeah. t- of course, Tia's drinking sweet wine. Her mom's drinking, like... Chardonnay and port, mm-hmm. and I'm going. I honestly don't care for, for either of those. either of those. <laughs> I'm more of a middle of the line kind of girl when it comes to my wines. I want something sweet but tart at the same time that isn't going to make me sick to my stomach, and that isn't going to give me a sugar hangover the next day. And the guy was like, "Okay, have you ever had a riesling?" And I was like, "Yeah, I've had a few." And he's like, "Okay, this is our riesling," and. I'm telling you right now, you can eat this shit with anything. Yeah. And I was like, okay, dude, you're pulling my weight. He's like, no. Buy all this. Let it set in your refrigerator for a day or so. Just let it get cold. Order pizza. Any pizza you fucking want. Just order it. (laughs) It will taste amazing with any pizza. So I was like, okay, you know what, dude? I'm in college. I mean, like, I'm right out of college. Fine. Trust me. Pizza, booze, my thing. Yeah. Don't worry. I can do this. So I bought the bottle. I came back. I put it in my refrigerator. I think I ordered, like, Papa John's or something. Yeah. Like, nothing really special. special. And I popped that, and I was just, like, I was drinking. I was, like, and I bought, and I just drank it by itself. I'm, like, okay, nothing special. Don't see anything going for it. Then I took a bite of pizza. And I'm eating the pizza. I'm, like, mm, I'm thirsty. And I take a drink of wine. I have no idea. Maybe it was the combination of the pizza with the wine. I have no idea. That, like, it came into, like, a whole different, like, taste. Yeah. In and of itself. Like, I could taste the pear in the Riesling, and it was stronger, and it was more, like, prominent in the back of my mouth, and it was just so much more refreshing than it was on it, on its own. But, like, I was flabbergasted. Yeah. Totally flabbergasted. Well, when we find that wine, we will let I know, you guys I know. know. He's, I know the winery is in Muncie. Like, I know it is in Muncie. I just don't know where in Muncie. Well, we will go on a search. If we need to Muncie's try every away. winery in Muncie, we will. I think there's like five. Well, we're taking a vacay. Okay. I need a vacay. I need to. <laughs> we need a vacay from the quarantine. Yeah, I was going to say, I need a after quarantine vacay in the middle of quarantine, please. And then when I get back, if it could just be done, that'd be cool. It's almost. <sighs> well, yeah, until round two hits. I thought we already went into round two. Okay, round three. I don't know. I thought we were going into phase four. I don't know what phase this is. <laughs> I haven't left my house in months. It's <laughs> uh, okay. It's okay. But I promise, like, we actually got some stuff accomplished. So, Ashley's been working from home. Yes. I'm still working at the Juvie. I'm considered an essential employee or whatever. I mean, Ashley is too, but, like, she got to work from home. It's kind of hard to watch children from home, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> but, so, we've uh, aside from working, though, we have been reading. Mm-hmm. We've been taking care of ourselves mentally somewhat. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. That's this little intro. Mm-hmm. Um Usually, you know, we we give you our TBRs, we give you the sales for the month. Well, almost everything is closed, so there I, are I no sales. I actually wrote that down. I was like, intro sales. You're joking, right? <laughs> There's no sales. Like There's everything. no gatherings for half price books. Half price books isn't even open right now. So, like, we, okay, that is too TBD'd. We, we're not sure yet. Oh, okay. Half price books are in Marion County. They're not in Marion County. They're in Johnson County, and Johnson County is in stage three. Yeah, almost stage four. So. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. TBD on that. Yes, but there's no there's no big sales going on or anything. So this little intro sode might be just a little bit longer than normal. Um, mm-hmm. but we're gonna kind of update you on everything that we've been doing during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of get you excited for the rest of the month because we are back in the swing of things. Yes. So Ashley, you read so much more than <laughs> I did. So I'm gonna let you start because okay. you accomplished so i honestly don't know what happened to me i had this weird point in march where i read nothing and then april i read four books and in may i read four books i i don't know what came over me why i went ballistic and just read non-stop. and just read yeah. non i think it had something to do with my mental 
my mental sanity at that point. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that I tend to read more when I'm relaxed and happy and I'm okay. Yeah. I tend to not read and binge TV more. When you're stressed. When I'm stressed. Yep. So, apparently in March, I was uber stressed. Well, that's like the height of the quarantine and stuff. So I No, that was the start of the quarantine. Yeah, I wouldn't even. And that was like, there was so much un- uncertainty Unknown, yeah. Yeah, of what was going on and what was happening. And are people positive? Are people not positive? It was like the AIDS outbreak and... Um, 80s and 90s, yeah. 80s and 90s. It was crazy. All right. But yeah. So through the three months of quarantine, I read eight books. Dang. And I own all but one of those books. Girl, dang. I know. I went I went crazy. I can't. There's nothing more I can say. I went crazy. I have no <laughs> idea what happened. I just had a book shoved in my face. No, I think I know what happened. I finally subscribed. I bit the bullet and I subscribed to Book of the Month. Okay. What do you think? So I've only done three months of it so far, and I'm going to say it's okay. The two books that I've had so far have been pretty good reads. Well, not good reads. Like, um, I'll get into it here, and I'll notate which ones are her, um, book of the month books. Yeah. But overall, I have to say I'm paying about fifteen ninety nine per month, mm-hmm. which is what it would cost to buy one hardback book from Barnes & Nobles yeah. a month. I don't honestly see the issue with that. Yeah. They have the they have um, the ability to where you'll still pay the subscription, you get your credit, but you don't have to pick any of the books. If none of the books sound interesting to you, you don't have to pick a book. Um, you can roll over your credit for next month. So you'll not only have your credit from last month, you'll get another credit on top of that. So like if you like two books for the next month, you could get both books. Yes. For okay. free, technically. That's cool. It is cool. Um, you get two add-ons every month. So not only can you get one book, but you can also select additional books for ten ninety nine. Okay. So that's about half your price. Exactly. Almost about half price of the book. I mean, and these are hardback books. A lot of them, some of them are early releases. Mm-hmm. Some of them are new up-and-coming authors. Um, and you know what? I I don't know why I haven't done it prior. I like it. It makes me go out of my comfort zone yeah when it comes to reading um not only that but they have a they have a huge selection so they have about four or five books that you get to choose from a month but not only that you can choose from back months they have three years worth of books on there now granted yes some of them are sold out just because of how popular they are but you have three to four years worth of books that you can choose one if you don't like one from your list you can pick one of the backlog ones. It's cool. I actually do like that. Now, there is a catch. There is YA books on there as well. However, all YA are add-on books. They are not. Oh, okay. You can't just select those as one of your bottom choices, what okay. they call them. And then they do have a subscription rewards if you do 12, if you buy 12 subscriptions, you get a free tote you get a free book on your birthday and you get to pick one free book from the top five books of the year. That's I don't think that's cool. bad. So like that's a, like if you pay for the whole year up front then? No. So like I'm doing it month to month right now and I'm only paying fifteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. They do have the ability to where you can pay for that all twelve months up front. And I think that's like almost two 250 mm-hmm. give or take am i balling please do not quote me yeah we're both really bad at math <laughs> i'd not major in math um and i didn't i mean like if you had that kind of money yeah that's a much better for sure way to go about it than what i'm doing which is month to month but even then it's month to month yeah i mean cancellations don't seem too stressful if i wanted to cancel i could all i have to do is email them yeah so yeah I like that. Yeah, pretty good. So what all have you read? So I started off with Supernova, which is by Marissa Myers. That is the final book in the Renegades trilogy. I gave it a five out of five. It was a great closer to the series. I love seeing the characters come to understand that not all villains are bad and not all heroes are good. Ooh. Yes. I thought it was a, a beautiful, very well- put together conclusion 
Um, one that I was actually quite satisfied with. Because you know how sometimes you, like, have books that maybe don't end to the point where you want it to end? Yes. Yeah. Um, that's actually the issue I had with my next book, The Toll, by Neil Shusterman. Again, this is book three in the Scythe Syllogy, or Chronicle mm-hmm. thing. I also gave it a five out of five. However, I will be up front. The ending is weird. Like, they climax and climax and climax to this huge duel between the two main characters and the villain. And they get to that point, and then, like, the villain's sidekick, like, just knocks him unconscious. Oh. Yeah. Now, Neil Schusterman, isn't he the one that did Good Omens? No. Who was that? Neil Gaiman. Thank you. (laughs) I don't know my stuff. It's okay. Um, but my thoughts on that was that, you know, I thought it was good. It was a great ending again. Um, I love the whole, I love this whole series. This would be a series that, you know, as anti-utopians go, I think that's the- Dystopian. Dystopian, yeah. sorry. I knew what you meant, though. The dystopian world goes, that series is done so well for that genre that I would be willing to reread that. So that is definitely going to be staying on my shelf. I'm keeping those books. They're gorgeous. I think the covers or illustrations are really interesting too. They're all silhouetted. Ooh. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. They're very mute tones. They're not vibrant covers either, which made it interesting. So I very much like that. The next one was our April April um, no, May. It was our May book of the month. Which was the Mother Daughter Book Club by Heath Vogel Frederick. I gave it a five out of five. This is such a cute, like middle grade book series. I thought it was adorable. I'm definitely actually going to be following up with the series just because of how cutesy it is. Yeah. But it's not cutesy in the way of like sugary sweet kind of cutesy. It's it really is focused around the relationships between daughters and their mothers and how that relationship can be multiple things. Mm-hmm. And how, you know, that each mom struggles with raising her child in the way that they see fit. Um, and how the girls interpreted each other. They were once friends and one became like an enemy, like a preppy girl. And then she realizes that maybe that's not the friends I really want. And yeah. it's really cool. And the whole time, this book sent around their book club reading um, Anne of Green Gables. Or no, oh. Little Women. I'm sorry. <gasps> I love Little Women. I have never read Little Women. And like Alcott, such a good book, such a good musical, such a good movie. I have not read e- I haven't read the book. I haven't watched either of the movie adaptations. You gotta. I've, I've heard that that is a good book. If you're interested in classics and wanting to just kind of like feel, feel those out, Little Women is a good starting place. Honestly, I would agree. However, I would add that even if you're not interested in classics, I think it's still an amazing book. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not just one of those books that I would pick up because I was like, oh, you know, it's been a while since I read a classic. It's like, mm-hmm. it is such a beautiful coming of age, finding your own, working through tragedy and adversity and okay. coming together as a family mm-hmm. and, oh good it's it's just good it's all together good well maybe i need to put that on my list then yes please okay the other and then i think that okay april's book was bunny drop by yomi utuna that was supposed to be our book read yes yes for april for april yes and i gave that a four out of five uh she loves bunnies i can't not say anything about it. Like, her obsession with bunnies are just adorable. I can't help it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's a good coming-of-age story. For both seeing, you have the main character, or both of the main characters. Um, The the male main character, he is in his... Early 30s? Early 30s. He's very much um, still in his, like, stag kind of, like, bachelor phase. phase. He's not expecting to have, you know, have a girlfriend or have any type of, like, children or anything like that. And then you have his grandfather's love child, who I think is, like, seven. seven. Yeah. Yeah, she's only in preschool, Mm -hmm. which I don't think that's six or seven. 
the four maybe maybe i don't know oh, four or five four or five that, that works. she's very very young but she's very intelligent for being so young which i thought was really really interesting and i like the develop you already get to see the development in this first volume between um the gentleman and her just like figuring out their new life with each other like mm-hmm. she's starting to talk which she wasn't talking at the beginning of the of the book and, like, towards the end, she talks to him. She will not talk to any other member of the family. Well, the other members of the family treat her like garbage. So, like, Pretty much, yeah. would you blame her? No, hang on a second. Does that mean you actually read it? No, I read the back of the book. Oh, okay. So that I knew what I was expecting. So, the funny thing is, is This I, is your first manga, too, and you need and to And I was this. so excited about it. Before I deleted social media, that was one of the last posts that I put up was mm-hmm. I'm about to read my first manga like and it is still laying right next to me in bed so like if I ever feel the need to just pick up a book that is it I have to do that one I first. love them for palate cleansers so if you yeah. if you get to a point where you're like I just read this really emotional really hard-hitting book I need something to like cleanse myself manga, manga. Okay. I'm telling you right now it just does it I promise I am I'm saying this on the podcast so that I can't get away from it. Oh I will read Bunny Drop this month. Okay. One hundred percent. It's gonna happen. If it doesn't, Ashley gets to slap me in the face as hard as she can with her ring hand. I'm right handed, I'm not left handed. She can put it on her right hand <laughs> so that it hurts a little extra. <laughs> we'll make sure we take your glasses off. First. Yes, please take my glasses off. Don't break my glasses. But we won't have to worry about that, because I'm going to read it this month anyway, yeah. so it's okay. And I made a note that, yes, I want more. So I'm going to be buying more of those volumes. I can't help it. And I don't care if my husband finds it weird or awkward that I have a... He says that he's read some of it, and he thinks it is so part Sojo Trash. We love Sojo Trash, though! And I literally look at him, I'm like, have you not met me before? Right? Like, hello? You knew, you knew that about me when you met me. I like drama right i marathoned made sama over quarantine <laughs> but honestly from, i love that series from what it sounds like this almost kind of sounds a little bit like slice of life too it is so i wouldn't i wouldn't really put it in that sojo trash category mm. just because it's very realistic yeah i think david's whole thing is is that if it isn't like i hate to say this if it's not Eva Angelia status. Yeah. It's so trash. Yeah. <laughs> or it's mindless, um, he's like mindless shit. Yeah. Um, we started watching something on Crunchyroll, and I will have to get this for you later. Um, but it kind of, ha- it, it's a witchy, um, but it's a reversal of statuses. So like you have the witch, and she's a, She's a good witch. Yeah. I'll, I'll use quotation marks. She's not a bad protagonist. She's a good protagonist. Um, however, her, instead of, like, her being, like, the boy character that protects the girl character, it's reversed. So she is, re- she is protecting a boy character, and, like, every, like, and she's show like, everybody in the school calls her princess, and, like, she is, like, the end-all, be-all, like, perfect everything, and, yeah. like, the school worships her. And this boy comes in because she has to protect him. He's her princess. Yeah. And, like, all the women hate him. They don't understand why, you know, the princess is spending all this time with him. He's just, like, lonely, peasantly shit. And, like, a lot of the lines, if you had reversed their sex... Yeah. ...would make sense. Exactly. That actually sounds really good. I would watch that. It is really good. I, I love it. I... I, I literally enjoy watching that. I would love to w- watch more of it, to be honest. That honestly kind of sounds like one I have on my watch list. Hold on, let me I bet pull, it is. Pull that up. Hang on. Okay, here it is. Witchcraft Works. Witchcraft Works. Let me add that, because that's not on my watch list. That's the name of this one. It is on Crunchyroll. It is uh, subbed. It is not dubbed. I don't care. Okay. Some people have issues. Well, okay, so in the beginning, I definitely did. Because you know how attached I am to my phone. I'm always on mm-hmm. it. I'm always surfing through something, whatever. Yeah. So I like to be able, in the middle of an episode, if somebody texts me, not to have to pause it in order to answer yeah. it or whatever. Yeah. But, like, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I added it. All right, moving okay. on. My next one was Beach Read by Emily Hendry. If you are watching booktube this has literally blown up on booktube it is a what is it 
was a up and coming release at the time when this was on um, Book of the Month. Mm -hmm. It came out to Book of the Month members two months early. So you get new releases, early releases. I gave this out four out of five. It is a wonderful rom com. And did I mention the characters are novel or writers? Oh. Yes. So the two main characters one is a gentleman, one is a woman. And they rent a. The woman, after having some family issue dynamics that I will not get into because that is part of the plot, uh, decides to go to her father's beach house in Michigan because she has immense writer's block. She is known for writing amazing rom-coms and, like, that's what she does. Unbeknownst to her, her neighbor is her long-time college rival who is known for his thrilling, hard-hitting literary novels yeah and so they decide because they both have writer's block that they wager a bet that he cannot write a romance a rom-com and she could not write a hard-hitting literary novel whoever sells their book first gets to hang it over the head and the loser has to then go on and endorse the winner's book oh oh my god that sounds amazing but it's a rom-com so keep that in mind there's gonna be some lovey-dovey shit I don't even care. That sounds fantastic. It's great. I really enjoy it. I loved it very much. I wish I could give it a full five out of five. However, there were a few triggers in there for me personally that unfortunately had to get all like go down that rabbit hole with. It does talk about um, people that are in um, suicidal clans. Mm-hmm things like that because that's what he what the main writer is the the male writer is studying while also trying to write this romantic comedy yeah so there's that and then um there's a little infidelity in there as well and i unfortunately depending on what kind of infidelity i'm okay with it but unfortunately with this kind of infidelity i just not so much didn't set well with me i i wasn't having a very good time going of it and a lot of the family drama that went into it, again, just, yeah, just yeah. just wasn't sitting well with me. So, unfortunately, that's why I knocked it down. But, honestly, it is a good, solid, amazing rom-com. All that hype that YouTube book reviewers are giving it is so dang justified, Megan. Yeah. Loved it. First book of the month book that I ever got. I'm so glad I did Worth it. it. Worth it. The next book I read was my second book of the month book and that is happy and you know it by laura hankin again i gave it a four out of five so as you can see these are pretty dang strong books that you're getting i've not gotten a bad book yet from book of the month now (laughs) we might get to a bad one i don't know i think it might be me more than the book depending on what it is but i i really did love this one um this focus around um a true hard look at what it is like to be a new age mom Okay. So this takes place in current day. You have the um, these wealthy elite moms of New York come together and have like a little like play date once a week with their babies, and the main character Claire goes and plays music for these babies, and the moms she gets to know the moms. However, the moms have some dark secrets, and it's. You know, the author really takes it upon herself to go, look, this day and age, this is everything that women who are mom, not even just moms, have to live up to. Mm -hmm. And how there are stereotypes between the outside world and even between moms. Their one character's child is really, really fussy and very vocal about it when he's fussy. He cries constantly and she can't always wrangle him in. We've all been there. We've all seen those moms that are frazzled beyond belief. Exactly. And their child just is a screaming ball of frustration. Mm -hmm. She shows that a lot of the times where this child starts doing that. And a lot of the moms give that mom a bad rap, give them bad looks. Like, come on, you should be able, you're a a mom. You should be able to wrangle in your kid. Like, get your shit together Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And then there's moments where she's with these other women and they stick up for her and back her up. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Your child never went through a terrible twos or were never fussy at night or yeah. threw up on your clothes. Like, come on. Let, let's stop. And it, it's really interesting to see how that 
is portrayed in this book. And I really did enjoy it. I thought it was great. Again, there's some weird infidelity in this book. So it did not bug me. It might bug others. That's why I took the point off. Yeah. Overall, a great book if you are interested in, you know, maybe something for your book club that maybe talks about moms and their children and how being a mom is different this day and age than what it was a few years back. I thought this was really, really good. Um, I kind of did get a little, like, cryy in some parts. Ashley cried? No, no, like, it was like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like that little emotional like oh yeah just because some of the situations like are so touching and so heartwarming between the moms like especially there is a moment where the one of the moms that is the head of the the mommy club she did something really 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 bad mm-hmm. and had a horrible falling out with the rest of the moms well a year goes by she she gets her shit together and she basically runs into what used to be her BFF and they re- reconcile. Aww. And like that moment truly like it touched. Like that that's something that I think any girl or woman right would be like I've been there before. I've lost one of my BFFs and that moment where you're able to come back together and like yeah, what happened was shitty. Yeah, I don't really maybe agree with what happened, but I love you nonetheless. Exactly. And let's move forward. That was, yeah. So after those hard-hitting books, I kind of needed my own palate cleanser, and nothing was really speaking to me. So I went to my tried and true, and I got uh, Shadowland by Meg Cabot out. Meg Cabot. I should have guessed. <laughs> I had to. I just needed something, like, to make me happy and just to make me feel good. And again... I gave it a four out of five. Yeah, it's shown its times. Mm-hmm. Like, this was written, like, early 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> late 90s. So it definitely shows its time, unfortunately. But I love it. It's one of those stories where it just gives me the feel. Like, just pure joy, entertainment. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to get the rest of the series. Like, I, I really can't. Good. I currently am watching right now on Goodreads. I have a free book that I can technically buy, and the next book in the series is is available, and I'm like, I kind of... Kind of want, want it! it. <laughs> but it's not enough for me to get free shipping, so I'm going to have to get another book. Oh, no! Yeah. You have to get another book! Well, oh, sometimes no! Sometimes you want to watch your budget, okay? Sometimes you just want to watch your budget. <laughs> And then finally, I read The Glaze Murder by Jessica Beak. And I gave it a three out of five. There will be more to come. Yeah, I was going to say, which you guys would not have known. Yeah. But Glaze Murder was our uh, book for. Uh, they would have known if they are following us on Instagram. Boom. Because I did Instagram a photo of the book with some treats. Yes, I did see that. So they, they were notified. So, uh, quick heads up, uh, I think I said it earlier, but I did go ahead and delete all of my, uh, social media. I just need a break from everything. That's your personal. Let's be... Yeah, from personal. From um, personal. So, our Wine and Dine page is still very active. Ashley's heading that as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, our Gmail is still active. If you guys need to get a hold of us, you guys can always send us recommendations or questions through that. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, it's at Wine and Dine Pod, and then mm-hmm. our email is just at gmail.com. Um, so if you guys need anything, you can still hit up Ashley and don't forget to follow her personal page, turn the page dear, because she does even cuter stuff on her personal page and you get pictures of Dotson all the time. Dottie is so cute and she is worth following just for that. So I haven't, I'm going to be posting soon. I have a nice stack of books that I hauled that I will be. Um, showing here shortly. And then we'll also be probably doing a June, uh, well, you, you already did the June, but at the end of the month, she'll be posting um, what we'll be doing for July. So yes. keep keep looking for that. Yes, yes, yes. I, All right, girl. What did, did you do? I did not do nearly as much as Ashley did. Well, how um, many books? I how, did eight. No, how many gonna... books? Uh, three plus miscellaneous fan fiction. Okay. This is how I think we should start putting in your fan fiction. For every 
Okay, how long was your fan fiction? Uh, like, was it three scrolls, two scrolls? Does no, it actually go by page count? Uh, I read 78 chapters before I quit. I'm going to say that is at least a book worthy. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. Two books worthy. So, I'm going to say because normally there's about 20 chapters in mm-hmm. one book. So if you read a fanfic that has at least 20 chapters, I'm going to say you read a whole book. So in this one, you read three books? Three-ish. Three-ish books. So um, add three on to your total. So, okay, then six. Hey! <laughs> um, okay, so here's the bad thing about, I, I just put, I literally listed on my list miscellaneous fanfic. And here's why. I read it. It took me three or four hours to mm-hmm. get as far as I did. Mm-hmm. And after 78 chapters, I didn't feel any investment. I kept one, I kept waiting for something crazy to happen. I kept waiting for a climax to happen. I kept waiting for an argument or mm-hmm. um, a war or a something to happen. Like, mm-hmm. and nothing happened. It was just conversations. Slice of life. It, yes. And the worst part about it is I can't tell you who wrote it. I can't even tell you the name of the book. And if I'm being completely honest, I can barely tell you what it was about because it was that uninteresting. And I still dedicated 78 chapters to it. Like and you got three books out of that bitch. I just, look, like, I love fanfic. And the reason why is that you never know what you're going to get. When you get a published author, you mm-hmm. know that you're going to get something specific. It's going to mm-hmm. fit a specific genre. It's going to meet a certain niche. It's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, YA, mystery, thriller, whatever. You know what you're getting into. And most of the time, they're predictable. Mm-hmm. When you read a fanfic, mm-hmm. first of all, usually you get to pick what world you're in. So, for example, almost all of the fanfic I read is Harry Potter. This one was not. Um, but Weird. Yeah, I know. Uh, this one was like werewolfy. I know it had something to do with werewolves. Highlighty, maybe? No, it was just specifically werewolves. There were no hmm, vampires. Okay. But it wasn't great. It just wasn't great. Um, but, so I still get to relive, like, the Harry Potter world, mm-hmm. but I get to see a different side of it. What if this had happened? Mm-hmm. What if these people had got together? Mm-hmm. What if someone had been sorted into this house? What if Voldemort was dead? Like, there are so many different what-ifs that you get to experience. Yeah. I read a fanfic once that was literally just... Um, McGonagall kills Umbridge and what would have happened if that would have happened. And as soon as I read that tagline, I was like, hell yes. It was only like 36 chapters. It was so worth it. Um, it, I love reading fanfic just because it's, have you ever read a book? Mm. A Meg Cabot book, any, mm-hmm. any of the books that you like. And you're like, you know, this was really good. I really wish this thing would have happened though. I guarantee that there's a fanfic that takes Maybe. exactly what you wanted and then gives you the ending you always oh, desired. I guarantee like, there's fanfics for prin- the Princess Diaries. I know. Stuff. So I personally am not on that bandwagon. I read all of her other yeah. stuff. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I just I just love it. Um one of my favorite fanfics that I've read so far. Um, was just like a what happened after fanfic and they did a, they did a chapter or two on each individual. Um, so like you, you get a chapter on Neville proposing to Hannah Abbott and how he went to St. Mungo's to visit his mom and his mom gave him the rings. It was so adorable. Hagrid got to go back to school. Um, yeah, for sure. But, (laughs) um, and then, um, Haggard goes back to school, what it was like when McGonagall first became headmaster, headmistress. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's just so many. I love it. I, uh, I love it. it. Anyway, so good. So I love fanfics. So I do that all the time. Like, when you say you need a palate cleanser and you just go and read a manga, when I need a palate cleanser, I go and read fanfics. Okay. Um, fanfic.net is probably my go-to. They have so much stuff. So much stuff. Okay. Um, I also read the first Artemis Fowl book. So Did you really how do you like it? I love it. I love um, it. I have not read any of the other books. The only reason I read it is because Disney Plus yes. is dropping Artemis Fowl. Um I'm like I'm really, really, really excited and I'm so so nervous. So I I never read them and Ryan's like, What do you mean you never oh, read them? So I've read them and Ryan doesn't read anything. Ryan is like the slowest oh, Ryan, reader in the world. Yay. He's been he's been on the same Stephen King book since we've been dating. Okay. Yay so like Ryan. he he reads so slow. Who cares? Um, Yay, Ryan. I know, right? So he read them as a kid and he loved them. 
So I read the first one, mm-hmm. and literally the second one is in the back of my car. I've just been in a so reading slump, so I haven't read it yet. But I, I need think... to because the movie is supposed to be all the books combined. They're oh, only doing one frig. movie. They're not just doing one book at uh, a time. They're but, only doing but one Opal's movie. Opal's like a spinoff. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay. So here's the thing. Only read up to about book five, and then you can stop. Okay. Because here's the thing. Anything after book five, because then you have the paradox that happens within the series, and, like, is it just, it just gets, gets weird. weird okay. Because then you have the twins, and the twins do weird things because they're twins, and the fowls. But, okay, who's your favorite character right now in the book series? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Sergeant of... Oh. Ah! Uh-huh. Which one? The, the, the girl! The, uh, the pixie lady! The pixie lady! Yeah. Oh, God, what's her name? Hold on. Know. Hold on, I got it. Holly! Uh-huh. Holly! Mm-hmm. Officer Holly is my favorite. Um, and then um, after her, probably her sergeant, the angry guy, the mm-hmm. one they always call the red face guy. Yes. Um, he's amazing. I like Foley. I was going to say, Foley is my number one centaur. Foley's fantastic. <laughs> Foley's the only centaur in the first book. What are you talking about? He, he's the only, only centaur in the whole book. Oh, okay. Um, but, like, he's my number one. <laughs> Artemis is crazy intelligent. I cannot believe how his mind works. Um, his butler his bu- is one butler. hell of a butler. Yeah, butler is butler. He's fantastic. Um, his backstory, so, when you get further into the series, is fucking phenomenal. I've read, like, the first five or six chapters of the second book, and so mm-hmm. I'm very interested to meet Artemis's dad. I'm hoping yeah. that he's just as good as I'm hoping for. Let's just say they're very interesting people. Okay. So yeah, I read. You got that. a weird kid. You got interesting parents. Let's just say that. Um, what did you give it? Uh, Artemis Fowl, five out of five. Woohoo! Easy. Easy. Um, I thought about taking half a point off mm. in the middle of the book because I felt that it was too predictable at that point. It starts to drag on, and then at the end of the book, she like the way that like, they get out. out of it. I was like, nope, didn't see that coming at all. Back to five. Yeah, I know. Um, so well written. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Um, I also read a book called Demon Derby. Demon Derby only got two out of five stars. Why do I feel like that's one of those weird, like, Amazon purchases that you It did? was not. It was a half-price books haul when we did one of those hauls that I came out with, like, four bags of books. And I went through and I got rid of everything. And I thought I would like it because on the back it said fans of Buffy will love this series. And you oh, know okay. I've seen Buffy several times through. I love Buffy. I know. Um, so I read it. Uh, it was insanely predictable. It really wasn't that great. Um, mm. It was very cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a weird setting. So mm. there's vampires, but then there's also derby girls. Like, roller derby girls. I mean, that could be fun. Um, she, so the main character survives cancer. Oh. And ev- she used to be, like, a huge daredevil before this. Like, she'd mm. do parkour. She'd jump off of buildings. Right. She'd just do crazy stuff with her friends. And mm-hmm. um, she can't really do that kind of stuff anymore right. um, because everyone is so concerned that she's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. So she decides she wants to try out for the roller derby. Like, mm-hmm. it's tough. It would show people that she can do it. She does it without her parents' permission. She goes out for it. And How old is the character? She's like 16, 17. And she had cancer? Yeah. So I actually think she just turned 18 because I'm pretty sure this is an adult league she's entering. Okay. Um. So she used to do junior derby, and now she's going into regular derby. So I think she's just turned 18. Okay. She's a senior in high school. Her parents still don't think that she can do all the things that she can do. They don't want her to go out. They don't want her to do blah, blah, blah. Mm, um, okay, that makes more sense. And then she gets attacked in an alley mm-hmm. by, like, this demon thing. Like, it's a, it's a guy, but he's, like, all white hair, and then his eyes caught on fire, and he was, like, shooting fire at her, and nobody believes her. And they were like, yeah, it must be your your cancer pills or whatever. Like that chemo, man, it makes you do some crazy shit. Yeah, they were like, you're hallucinating, whatever. And she's like, no, I'm not. So she goes out for the roller derby. Anyway, everybody on the team knew her because her sister used to do roller derby. And so they're like, we don't want you on the team. You've got cancer. We don't need somebody weak on the team. You know, mm-hmm. it, is, it is what it is. And the coach takes her onto the team anyway. Well, the coach is a vampire. They fall for each other. There's a war with the demon guy. Insta-lovey. It's just... It's insta-lovey. Bleh. So, if you just want a book that is like a weird paranormal romance with some roller derby for some reason and that book's for you, do it. I recommend it. But as far as I, as far as it goes for me, I gave it a two out of five. It was not that great. Um, Moving along. The last book that I finished before I get on to what I've been watching 
Um, oh, we're going I, into that? I did not prepare for that. I only have like two things on here just because ready. that's what I spent most of my time doing. I wasn't ready. Um, I bought a book on Amazon that I saw on Facebook mm-hmm. um, that was going around because you know how Facebook likes to track your um, life Entrance. and then anything that they think might interest you, they send your way? Yes, as I do. Well, y'all know I got divorced and so it kept recommending me this book called Ashes of Her Love. It is a book of poems, and it's basically all about women getting out of bad relationships and, like, moving on and moving forward. It sounds, like, trigger-worthy. Some of them could be. Um, I will tell you right now that is the single most beautiful book that I have ever read in my entire life. Some of those poems were so powerful. Mm Mm-hmm. There's there's a poem I'm trying to remember. It's called She Was Not Crazy. Oh, I remember you talking to me about yes. that one. I talked to that about everyone because literally I would have paid the five ninety nine, six ninety nine for the book, whatever it was. It was not very expensive. Like for an Amazon purchase, maybe it was a hmm. little expensive, but like in, in all reality it wasn't. Yeah. I would have paid that just for that poem alone. Um okay. basically it was it's a two page poem. And it's all about how she put up with a lot of shit and she wasn't crazy for any of it. For any of the stuff that you did to her, she wasn't crazy. You know, you told everyone she was, but she wasn't. The only thing that she was crazy for is not leaving sooner than she did. Mm. And I sat outside of Abby's house because we were supposed to be meeting up and she got stuck at work. And I was literally weeping in her driveway. Mm. Like, that... You guys, it... If you've gotten out of a relationship, if, you, if you've if you ever been in a bad relationship, if you just want to read a book of beautiful poetry, go buy Ashes of Her Love. She also has several other books. Author's name. Oh, What's the author's last name? Last name is Pierre, I believe. Give me one second and I will look it up. All the notes. Um, and I didn't know. Write I wrote all the notes and I just didn't write her name down. Um, give me two seconds. My library. Uh, Pierre. Alex something ah sorry can't you just tick, click on it i'm trying to pierre alex genty g-e-a-n-t-y okay. um and it it's just beautiful guys like if i could read any of these poems to you i would but i don't know if i have the like licensing licensing to do that so just go buy the book please go buy the book um it is beautiful um and i really think that um you guys would like yes. it. But I wanted to leave that for my last book because, like, I cannot... Stop raving. I, I just couldn't. I can't talk highly enough about this book. It's Make beautiful. Make sure, then, that you leave a good review for I did. it. Okay, uh, good, I did. Good. I left it five stars on Goodreads and on Amazon. And then I also, before I deleted social media and stuff, I, I posted it on my... Um, on your Facebook. On my Facebook. Like, I actually posted the actual poem mm-hmm. on my Facebook. And then afterwards, yeah, She Was Not Crazy is the name of the poem. It is, if you buy the book, it's 24% of the way into it. Because I believe you can only buy it for Kindle right now. Um, but it's 24% of the way into the book. It's called She Was Not Crazy. Um, All right. I, I just can't talk highly enough about it. I really can't. Um, the only other things that I did is I watched a ton of serial killer documentaries. Um, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu. I'm all about that life right now. Well, I guess I'm the opposite of you then. Oh, I love it. I can't get enough. Ryan uh, makes fun of me and says that I'm crazy and that one day I'm going to murder him. And I was like, yeah, and I'm going to get away with it too because I've watched so many of these. <laughs> well, if that's um, the case, then I'm going to become an archaeologist. Archaeologist? Yes. Do it. That's probably what's going to happen to me. I will I will kill them for you, and then you can dig them up and discover things about them. <laughs> no, well, no, because, so, on Disney+, Plus, on the National Geographic side, yes. they have all this stuff about Egypt right now because of uh, Cairo rebuilding their big Cairo museum. They're building a whole new one, Yep, and there is a lot of stuff that is coming out of their vaults, i.e. the whole King Tut excavation. Ugh. All, okay, so they basically went around to every every museum in Egypt that had anything that specifically to do with that dig or that came from the dig is now going to be all under one roof in Cairo. at the In the new museum. It's already actually already set up. 
it's ready to go. People can actually can start seeing. They just put out King Tut's um, Mummy Sarcophagus. But they've done a lot of stuff on National Geographics where they go back and they actually, like, study him. And they, like, do more scans. They really dig deep into things that haven't been seen since the mid-1950s when it came out. And it's like, ah, oh, so good. They have two, um, two on there right now. Both of them are amazing. Highly, highly, highly recommend that. I literally, like, watched that within a whole week. Also, if you like Disney Plus and you like the Nat Geo, The World According to Jeff Goldblum is fantastic. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't bit the bullet on that one. Give um, it a try. I, I don't know. I mean. If you liked Bill Nye the Science Guy, you okay. will love The World According to Jeff Goldblum. I don't know. Jeff Goldblum, like. Is amazing. Don't even hate. Don't <laughs> I don't hate. hate. I don't hate. I don't hate. He's one of those people that you just kind of, like, have to, like. You kind of do that weird double take. You're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I, what? <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I could maybe stand his. I could stand him more than I could maybe do um, like some of the other comedians that are out there. Yeah, I could. I can handle him. Um, and then the only other thing that I have done during quarantine is I got all caught up on Outlander. <laughs> um, I will warn you guys ahead of time if you are not caught up yet. Mm. And you have any type of issues with rape. Don't do it. Just go into it. The episode in particular that I am talking about. There's multiple episodes. Though, yes. Throughout the whole series. Okay. So there is. Like season two. So there's there's actually a rape in season one. Um, Wait, what? There's a male rape twice in season two. Hang on. I'm trying to think back to season one now. Where was there rape? There was a. A, the first time that um, Jamie and Claire have sex, she does not consent to it. So it's technically rape. On their wedding night? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I have to rewatch that. Oh, I guess it's not the first time. It's when he starts beating her and they start having sex and then she holds the knife to his throat and she says if he ever puts his hands on her again, she'll fucking slit his throat. Okay, yeah, that's the end of season one. Yeah, that's that's somewhat. I thought you were thinking like towards the beginning of season one where no. they're trying to get to yeah, it I mean, on and the side they, of the hill. They, yeah, when they first find her, yeah, they they try to rape her, but he doesn't. No, not that. Never mind. Anyway, and then you know Jamie gets raped a couple times in season two, but mm. once again, it's it's one of those implied things where they don't show a whole lot. Um, I mean, they show a little, but they don't show everything that they could. Um, Season five is very rape heavy. Um, mm. It's, oh, I mean, season it, it's five all... is when they're in the Americas, aren't they? Yes. Okay. Um, so Brie gets raped. That's hard. Um, that's her daughter, isn't it? Yes, that's their daughter. Um, and she, um, once again, it's just like you see him pulling her away, but you don't see anything there, which is okay. You know it happened, but like it's it's an implied rape. It's it's mm. not a shown. Um, the second to last episode of season five, they actually put up before the show, they put up the natural, oh, natural sex warning. abuse hotline and the yeah. warning. So I knew it was going to be rough, but like, it's rough. I did not know it was going to be that rough. Um, I was in a pretty dark place for like a day and a half after watching that episode. Now, having said that, Outlander's fantastic. It's still my favorite show. Um, it has overtaken Firefly. I never thought that anything was going to do that, but I will let you guys know right now, Outlander is now officially my favorite show. Um, it, it just never gets bad and it's so, it's Mm. so amazing. So just, I still highly recommend it, but if you are triggered by things like that, be very careful going into the end of season five, just because it, um, if you're anything like me, it's not going to put you in a very nice place. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I've done I've done way too much Netflix, Hulu, <laughs> whatever. But I still I still read a couple things. So I got halfway through season one of Zoe's Infinite Playlist, and then I've I puttered out. I've only watched two episodes. It's I need really to watch good. more. It is really really good. I just know the ending's gonna be kind of hurt really bad when I watch it um, because I got spoiled to some things. Oh no! Thank you, Facebook. I hate you so much. <laughs> but um, I need to finish that. I started watching Miss America on Hulu, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish that one, Okay, just because that is literally a fictional, not fictionalized, a lot of, it, it's, his historic fiction. How about that? Yeah. It's accurate. It's accurate. However names, places, things have changed. Yes. 
The only downside is that is it takes place during the women's movement, the second women's movement. Okay. And that's where Ashley lives and breathes when it comes to her history. And she has a very, very weird emotional attachment to all of that. And in this political climate, I don't feel like I'd be in a good mental spot if to I watch it. To yeah. watch it because then David's gonna come home and I'm gonna be like, Burn them all! Just burn them all And he'll be like, What the fuck happened to my I mom? mean I mean, yeah, I'll do it, but like I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> he wouldn't he'd be like, You need to calm the fuck down. Yes. But um I mean I probably will end up watching it just because I really do love that time in history. I love you know, what a lot of both sides did um, to try to further women in the world. A lot of negative, and a lot of negative comes to, you had one side that wanted to put women in the forefront and another side that wanted to put women back in the background. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is a very watered down version, black and white, of the situation. However, there are movements within movements. So, case in point, not all of the negative movements were 100% no, women need to be subservient. This is what it is. This is how it always will be. A lot of the main reasons why they didn't like the idea of women being equal is because it means that there was a lot more pressure on the younger generation to come up that they were like, oh my god, our girls are going to have to go to war. That was something that was very, very shocking to them. Mm. That's very scary. Hell, you have your son going off and fighting. That's that's its whole other like scary thing. Now you're gonna you're gonna put your baby girl out there on the front line too. Like that's both my kids. Yeah. Any mother would be worried to do that. Any mother would have hesitations to do that. So to look at that and go, okay, that's one of the reasons why they did not want maybe women to have all these rights because then we have to be equal 100% across the board. And that's a, that was really what, yes, that's exactly, that was what they wanted. However, that's not always what you get. It's yeah. like, here's exactly what we, shoot high for the bill, really what your expectations are low. Yeah. But that was, that was a driving force between a lot of the anti-movements towards that. They don't, they did not want to see both of their kids having to go fight a war that maybe they didn't really agree with. Mm -hmm. Because we are getting into times during Vietnam where things are not going well. No. You have Nixon in the White House. That's... You're going... You're going to start seeing Watergate issues. Mm -hmm. That That's a lot of political turmoil that that happened that in that era. But I think it's well worked from the two episodes that I've seen right now. They do have a very powerhouse cast of women down there. So I have to give Hulu applause for that. For um, sure. Yes. And I cannot wait to see the development. I just don't think I'll, I'll watch it right off the Right now. this second. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Well, that was what we did during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, this has been a little bit longer of, a, of an intro, but we've had like four months to catch up on, basically. <laughs> so forgive we us. Haven't, we haven't been able to share our reading with I you. Know. So um, if you guys haven't bought the book yet and you guys did want to read along with us mm-hmm. for June, you still have a week before we discuss it, or actually two weeks before two we weeks. discuss it. It's called Glazed Murder. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find it on Amazon. It's a little bit more expensive. It's like $15, um, right. but I do believe it's Prime eligible, so you might have free shipping at least. I would um, definitely, 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 definitely recommend going to your public library for this one, guys, because yes. anywhere I have tried to find it. Whether that's Amazon, thrift books, you're looking at spending twenty to twenty five dollars for a paperback. A paperback, a, a mass, mass market, market paperback. paperback. It is, and don't get me wrong, it sounds like an amazing book. I'm sure that it is worth the price. Um, but if you can find it at your library, definitely do it. I will say, um, for some reason, if you go in your Kindle directly, mm. it says that you can buy it, and then mm. when you click it, it takes you to Amazon. Amazon lets you know that it is not available in Kindle format. Weird. It's I don't in, know it's available why. in Nook format. I have no idea. I don't know well, if it's in Nook exclusive now or something. Maybe. Um, so I know if it's you have ten ninety nine from Nook. If you have Nook, try it that way. That's going to be your cheapest option. Um, surprisingly, Amazon is the exact same price as Thrift Books, so Thrift Books isn't going to save you any money on this one. Nope. Um, 
you know I'm always repping for thrift books, but yep. this time it's just, but yeah, um, oh. Ashley's already read it. It says it's amazing. Yep. So definitely go get it if you are still planning on reading it with us this month mm-hmm. and in a couple weeks we will talk about it. Also, I just got notified that via um, thrift books on your app, the month of June, they are doubling points. Ooh, good, because I need to buy some books. <laughs> so if you buy two books, you get, I think, 20 point additional points. If you buy three books, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, so that means you have the ability to get a free book. Well, I need about six books right now, so... Um, that's at least 100 points. Hit me with those points, thrift books. <laughs> and then depending... That's that's bonus points. That's I not know. even going to be based off of the every dollar that you spend. You I know. Get you get your points already, yeah. so... Hit me with it. Now, keep in mind, this is only running to the end of this month, unfortunately. So, if you're going to be doing any of buying of books, now would be an opportune time to make sure you shop at www.thriftbooks.com. Or use the Thriftbooks app. You can find it in your app store, available on Android and iPhone. So, uh, guys, I'm Megan. I'm Ashley. And this was Wine Wine and Dine. Dine. All right, Megan. You know what time it is? Time for you to get a watch. Well, yes, I do need a watch. Thank you. Um, But (laughs) I'm going to go make our special treat for our (gasps) review of our June book. Oh, my God. Guys, guys, uh, I don't mean to spoil it, but uh, it's cookies. Special cookies. I mean, they're they're not special special cookies. cookies. I mean, I would eat those, but we're not. Okay, bye. (laughs)